Welcome to the Awake, Create, Inspire podcast, the inspiration you need to feel body confident from the inside out. If this is your first time here, welcome and thank you for listening. The Awake, Create, Inspire podcast is your guide to help you achieve your ideal body. If you like today's episode and want exclusive content, sign up to Aaron's VIP newsletter at AaronOsman.com and connect on Instagram at AaronNOsman. Now, here's your host, Aaron Osman. We're here for part two. If you're here, if you didn't catch part one, then uh, you need to go back to last week's blog post or podcast and uh, listen to that. So we have Woodamoo Matthews here, who I gave an extensive introduction to, and you can you can listen to that. Click link here. Yeah, click <laughs> the link here and go listen to that. And you can find him on Facebook. Um, at um, Whole Family Journey and, and look at what they're doing there, helping individuals overcome limiting beliefs that really hold them back, not just from you know, life, but also from their achievement in health and well-being. So I thought we'll, we'll spend this particular part of the, of the time that we have together to talk about stress. And you just recently gave a sem- or delivered a seminar about why stress is the number one killer, the emotional mindset. So I thought I'll ask or get you started by asking you to give us a brief summary or, or an overview about what that seminar was about. Yeah, so that was to show that I think there were the leading six causes of death, and I can't remember what they all were, but cardiovascular disease, um, accidents was like number four from memory, Atrogenic, which is um, when people are, or when stuff happens that you've been to hospital for or medicines that don't work properly or they end up killing people or that kind of thing. Right. Um, surgery's gone wrong. That's iatrogenic cause of death. Um, but anyway, the top six, I can't remember what they all were, but they all took, they all basically pointed to stress. Then I thought, well, what's stress got to do with it? So in the seminar, I talked about how stress that we get from normally it's either through work or relationships or finances. Right. They're supposed to be the three top causes of stress. And pretty much everyone agrees that, yeah, I get stressed about finances if you don't have them. <laughs> yes, you're going to be stressed about uh, relationships. Pretty much, you know, that can happen all the time. Yeah. Things are never always perfect. And work. Most of us spend most of the time at work getting stressed. And that's usually to do with relationships with colleagues or yeah. bosses or not feeling appreciated or not feeling like you're um, progressing, feeling stuck, all that kind of stuff. Right. So all of that builds and compounds into this big stress thing. And because your body doesn't care where the stress comes from, mm. it all gets filtered into this one stress funnel and you get the normal stress response like right. your yeah, cortisol dot, dot, dot. So share with us what you recommend that people can do to lower their, their stresses we can't avoid it of course we're going to yeah. have some issues almost on a daily basis but in terms of what will really help improve our health and well-being what are some of the steps that you recommend that um, people should be aware of or strive to engage in as consistently as possible journaling and actually saying what you really feel so saying what you really feel when you actually feel it right. not like holding on to it waiting never saying it keeping it stuck keeping it inside you never actually expressing how you feel and then 
expecting Iran to read your mind. That would probably be the, <laughs> the main ones because stress comes from everywhere. You get physical stress from going to the gym, doing your workout. Right, that's it. That's a physical stress, but progressive overload says that as you continue to do that progressively, you build you know, more resistance or you yeah. get stronger, fitter, healthier, all that kind of stuff. Nutritional stress, you know, you can stress from the food that you eat, mm. the types of food, all that kind of thing. But the one that most people just ignore and don't do anything about is your emotional stress. Right. Stress that comes from not dealing or resolving uh, those kind of underlying emotions that are affecting most of us most of the time that we never kind of speak to. It's kind of like the, you know, that whole iceberg analogy with yeah. its, all that but underneath. Yeah. yeah, the top bit's like that. Do some exercise, nutrition, all that kind of stuff. That's cool. Mm. That'll help to reduce it a bit. But it doesn't put you that far under the stress line, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whereas resolving something that's quite significant in your life that it continues to be or actually starting to express what you really feel being more authentic or that kind of thing mm. actually takes quite a lot of it away then you can handle some of those other stresses a lot better so if you haven't in the in part one of this podcast uh, Widmer goes into that emotional stress or journaling recording that and expressing that more in depth so if you haven't listened to that I encourage you to go listen to that uh, the links are obviously provided and get more in-depth understanding of why releasing or how to release that emotional stress through journaling or breathing, um, even talking it out with someone is going to become far more beneficial in your health and well-being and see where that link is with what he's just said. Journaling, what else? What else we got? Speaking it out. So saying that, saying the stuff when you mean it. People actually learning to breathe properly would be really good way to reduce stress that puts you straight into parasympathetic dominance as opposed to the sympathetic stuff um, that gets you there faster than probably anything just stop and actually breathe from your diaphragm um, most people have their diaphragm stuck actually I've heard okay as in it's not flexible enough or it's, it's pushed up too far that it doesn't allow you to actually breathe properly so you've got to actually because we're so used to this breathing from our chest and accessory muscles around yeah. Actually pushes the diaphragm up further. Right. Okay. Which I thought was interesting. That's I found out a couple of weeks ago. And so that needs to be released. Some some chiropractors do it. Some massage people do that. Yeah, that kind of thing. But actually breathing properly, particularly when you're in a moment that is normally stressful for you, is a really good way to put you into the parasympathetic. I wonder why that in our internet age of information, we have so many articles, even from our experts that are always giving surface answers to deal with stress yeah. take your b vitamins yeah you know go exercise yeah. get some sleep which is they're not bad yeah go in the sun go in the sun yeah but they never really say or well, i haven't read deal with your emotional yeah emotional stress deal with the actual stress that that too hard yeah too most hard. people think it's too hard they go oh i don't want to do that most of those inverted commas experts mm haven't dealt with that stuff so they can't really talk about that stuff from a place of understanding I guess you could theoretically acknowledge it but not necessarily understand it because you haven't done it yourself right when I went to the truth about cancer actually that was one part that I thought why isn't there more of this stuff here yeah a lot of them pointed to it but they didn't give you anything further in it so for example here's ways to reduce stress so you don't get cancer eat better food yeah, exercise, yeah, we know that. And then they go into all the minute detail about nutrition. 
Right. Now this is the new GC meth, right? All these other different types of things and supplements or foods or the latest plants or the latest whatever. The new goji berry. Yeah, yeah. The newest thing to get you to that would be the you know, the magical plant bullet. But the, a lot of them, and that was most of it. Then it was stuff like, read my book, the seven steps to dot, dot, dot. Right. Lots of them had seven steps, nine steps, 11 steps. Funny <laughs> that they use those numbers. But they always had these steps. In their steps, there was always one that said something about reducing toxicity, spiritual toxicity, emotional toxicity. Okay. So some of them even pointed it, pointed to it in their seminars, but never went into any depth as to how you do that. How do you apply that? Mm. Yeah. Have you, from your experience in dealing with uh, clients, is releasing that emotional stress simple? Is it a simple process? Not saying it's easy, but is it a simple, not saying it's a three-step just to beat yeah. the seven, the nine, and the, and the yeah. 11 that you witnessed at that conference but is it a simple process that people can follow that it is simple yeah. but it is not easy not easy because you have to go and deal with stuff or you actually have to change how you do things now like mm. it actually requires change the hardest but is it requires you to change because you're going to do something different and then ideally you're going to get a different result yeah. but most of us think differently consciously that's great. Okay, cool. Yep. I know what to do. I know what to do. Information, yeah. more information. Great. Yep. Consciously, you know. It doesn't ever get down to the subconscious unless you either do the picture thing yeah. or you do the, or you do feeling, right? It has right. to be attached with an emotion. Yeah. If you don't have the emotion or the picture, it's not getting into your subconscious, therefore not going to change any of the programming of what you currently already do. Very good. Very interesting. So, I mean, the, we, we talk about that in stress, number one killer, and essentially it requires any individual to to really release that through journaling or dealing with it uh, directly with someone else or yeah. whatever and that requires a lot of courage we understand that yeah we we encourage people to take that step as we do as well they say that the cave you fear to enter holds the treasure you seek and that's usually because we're so afraid to go in there because we know there's stuff to deal with but we're so afraid to go in there we don't want to do it but that's actually where where it is that's where the treasure is i wonder why we i wonder if we've been educated to fear going into a place that requires effort and work that makes us feel that if we go in there it, we, we create in our own minds a well an imaginary scenario of what's going to happen yeah rather than just going well I, i'd rather just get it over and done with <laughs> we are so much into that because we want the instant gratification thing we want things to happen now or yesterday the fact that you have to kind of work gradually through a process to change is difficult for most people to grasp because we want to do it now. That's right. We want <laughs> we want the 20 kilos gone now. Yeah. So just cut my arms off, make yeah. it easier. Hmm. We want what? it gone now. How long did it take you to put that 20 kg on? Now. Oh, yeah. They're <laughs> like, oh, oh, it took me like it was over years. Oh, but you want it to drop off in like a day. <laughs> yeah. As we wrap it up, I mean, we've just gone over a brief overview of what, why stress is killing us and that it does take courage to make the changes to actually deal with the stress rather than just trying to treat the symptoms or uh, beat around the bush, trying to find ways to avoid it. What, what could you say in closing to encourage people to actually manage their stress or deal with those emotions 
Yeah, just do it one bit at a time. So small, consistent steps over time. So that's, what's the quote um, that we use on Whole Family Journey is, ordinary people who consistently do small and simple things that are right can achieve extraordinary results. So it's about being consistent and doing the small and simple stuff like journeying, like saying what you really feel, like you know expressing what you really want to say, like writing about stuff that you know has been in the back of your mind that you don't really want to put out there. It's just being able to do that consistently, just like it's, um, I guess it's like emotional PTing, you know, like progressive overload. Yeah. The same principles in personal training that you would use for emotional personal training yeah, yeah. is that you, bit at a time, just understand that it's a process and that it's a journey and to actually experience the journey, not expect to be at the destination before you've even begun the journey. Right. So a lot of people think, no, no, I want to be there. Like, get rid, of, get, get rid of that. I don't want to have that in like nine months. You know, that kind of stuff. Or mm-hmm. I need to have this done by whatever date. Then you miss the whole experience of the journey. The, that's the, the journey is where you're going to get all your learnings from, which actually helps you change the pattern or the program for the future. People are so keen to get through the program or through the journey and have a new program or pattern that they forget that that's actually part of the it's new programming. The I guess that's the that's the key for most of the clients that I work with is helping them. And that's what I end up doing is helping them to go from this to this to this to the next step to the next step to the next step and ever increasing awareness of how the emotional um, piece is so important in their health. You've been very valuable in sharing your insights and knowledge about how real change is caused from, uh, that will really make an impact in our health and well-being. We're, we're not dealing with exercise, nutrition, all of the surface stuff that most information is, is placed out on the internet these days, getting to the heart of the problem. So thank you very much for sharing that information. If people want to find you and, and share their, their, uh, their story <laughs> and get help, where, how can they contact you? Um, they can contact me on the Whole Family Journey page, which is on the Facebook page, Whole Family Journey, or on WhitamooMatthews.com. WhitamooMatthews.com. So I'll leave a link below. You can check them out and also go to their Facebook page and, and see what they're up to and how they're helping people to really make those changes necessary. Well, thank you again. Really appreciate your time. Sweet. And and for sharing your insights and knowledge with, uh, with those who will be listening in today's episode. So that's us. Thank you very much for listening. We out. Awesome.